in today's show. We're looking ahead to Wednesday. There's nine games there in the NBA. We're also looking at streaming options. We're also looking for Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't want or don't need and can also help you negotiate better deals on the ones that you want to keep. Thank you to you for also making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's look ahead to the action for Wednesday, what we're watching for, and some stream options there. And the first game we're looking for is the Nuggets and the Magic. We know there's no Maga Porter. We know there is no PJ Dozier. I want to see what the big stiffy Bones Highland can do, because there is an opportunity. Now, last game he was great. He scored well. He was hyper-efficient, but played only 21 minutes. I'm going to need him getting 24 minutes a night before he becomes a must-roster 12-team league guy. But there is that opportunity for him off the bench. So watching that role is really key. And then also watching big Aaron Gordon, who has been inconsistent in Denver. As some of the games without Porter, he's been shit. Some he's been good. Yeah, I'd like to see more good than bad, quite obviously. And he is a 12-team league guy at the back end of your roster. But is there a chance he pushes to the top 100? Probably not. But there is this opportunity now that maybe he could get to that level. So let's watch how he goes. Well, for the Magic... We know Jalen Suggs is out, but Cole Anthony is returning. So I just want to see him back in action because he's been their best player this year. I expect he goes full ball with the minutes, how he runs and what they do with uh, RJ Hampton behind him will be interesting. And then also Franz Wagner, who last game was excellent, really up the usage and looked great. He does have a tendency at times to go missing in terms of usage and shot attempts, but is he able to you know, take on a larger role with Suggs not there? Hopefully those minutes or those touches, more importantly, don't go to Gary Harris necessarily. On to the next game. It is the Hawks and the Pacers. We don't know at this stage whether Cam Reddish is going to play. Um, we know that DeAndre Hunter and Bogdan Bogdanovich are out, so there is an opportunity here for Reddish. How they use him, whether they start him or Solomon Hill, will be very interesting. And how Reddish responds to that. Can he be a 12-team league player? I'm on the fence with that. But there is an opportunity here for him for sure. Then Kevin Herter, big opportunity again. With no Hunter and Bogdanovich, he's going to have to step up. And he is, I believe, a must-roster player. For the Pacers, Karis LeVert. You know, two good games, one shit one. Yeah, hey, we got to get more shitties in a row here from Karis, who just struggles so much with efficiency numbers. And Carlo will have no hesitation in limiting his minutes when he plays poorly. Is he a drop? I don't know. He's not far from it, to be fair. But again, when you look at what you're doing in terms of dropping blokes, when you drop them, are you dropping them for a stream of, I don't know, Bones Highland? Like, I wouldn't do that move. Right? Is there a, a great 30-minute-a-night option on your wire? Then maybe you do it. But in general, I reckon you're going to hold on to Karras and hope that he figures it out. And also, Chris Duarte, who... 
Maybe there's a larger role for him if Miles Turner is out again with illness. He missed the last game and is questionable in this one. But Duarte, to me, is a pretty clear 10 and 12-team league drop and is probably on the borderline in 14-team leagues at this stage. The Timberwolves and the Wizards. Torian Prince has been starting in place of old mate Patrick Beverly, but Josh Okogie outplayed him last game. Will they go back to Okogie over Prince? Prince is only a very deep league streamer, but how they use him will be interesting, especially if we do have McDaniels and Vanderbilt out again after they miss the game on Monday. And then D'Angelo Russell. I just want to watch D'Angelo Russell because he's been playing really well. Really, really impressive stuff from Russell. Despite not shooting well, he is helping this team get to their yeah, 500 record pushing towards or into the playoff mix at the moment, and then watching Russell and hoping hoping that we can get some of his shots to fall at a higher rate. Well, for the Wizards, Daniel Gafford still seems bothered by his thumb, but that hasn't stopped him outplaying Montrez Harrell the last two games. So while I'm watching Harrell, I'm really watching to see the minute split between Harrell and G- I'm watching Gafford. I'm watching to see the minute split between Gafford and Harrell and how that sort of settles in. And then Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who's been a top 100 player over the last two weeks. Yes, some of that's because Dinwiddie's missed time. But he's still doing it on his own in terms of that role, which is pretty secure. What happens when Hachimura returns is a big question because him and Kuzma probably lose a little bit. But Kowal Pope is providing some interesting stream value nonetheless. The Cavaliers and the Heat, just watching that front court combination of Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Now, Allen has been really high usage lately, and that is impacting Mobley somewhat. So how those two things work together is going to be intriguing. I don't think that Allen's going to be able to maintain 26-27 usage like he has in the last few games, and yeah, insane field goal percentage is putting up. And where does Mobley sort of mix into that uh, in his like second game back from injury or third game back from injury? Watching that will be pretty interesting uh, to me. Well, for the Heat, we don't know whether uh, Butler or Hero will play. So watching Gabe Vincent, how he steps up if there is an absence of either of those guys. And then watching Bam Adebayo. Hopefully, this bloke can block a shot. He showed flashes last game with Butler out. Still didn't get the defensive stats, but upped his assists and got his scoring going. But efficiency, assist numbers, they've been a real bugbear for Bam this year. And we hope that he can uh, start to turn it around at some point. They're coming up pretty soon. But I'm going to tell you now about what you guys need. You need Indeed. Indeed is the number one source of hires in the US, according to Talent Nest. That's great. Your whole company is cheering for you. They're saying that you're the real MVP. Why? Because you decided to bring all-star hiring to your business by partnering with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want. A short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. What have I, I just lost my place in what I'm reading. That's That was weird. Um, because you can do it all. Oh, I've read that bit. Oh, there you go. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Wow, that was embarrassing. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed, Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. Maybe David Locke needs to use Indeed to find a replacement uh, for this show for someone who can read. Indeed, would be it would have been great when I was in my previous job and had to hire people. Like Just sifting through resumes is a giant pain in the ass. And Indeed eliminates that pain in the ass. Indeed assessments make the interview process smoother for everyone. Talent doesn't need to prove themselves again, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. So get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And what you also need after struggling through an ad read is a Built Bar because Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. We've had protein bars in the past. We've all tried them and they taste like garbage. They're just 
useless. What's the point of eating something that tastes like cardboard when you can get something that tastes like a candy bar that's low carb, low sugar, low fat, and high in protein. 17 grams of protein in most built Bars and delicious new flavors all the time. But you gotta get on them quick because they sell out like that. Vanilla cream is gone. Blueberry muffin's still available on the website. Um, lemon almond cheesecake is gone. I think the white chocolate cheesies might still be there. So you can go and grab those at built.com. And Cyber Monday has been extended. So you can get 20% off still by using the code LOCKED20. You also, if that if that does expire by the time you listen to this, use our normal code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The next game we take a look at is the Philadelphia 76ers. They're taking on the uh, Boston Celtics. Tyrese Maxey really struggled last game with bad efficiency, but he was able to up his assists. Can he keep the assists high? What's his usage going to look like now that Embiid and Harris are back? Well, Seth Curry, absolutely killing it at the moment, shooting unbelievably from two-point range, especially. He's showing more tricks in terms of self-creation and creating his own shot, which obviously is the same thing as self-creation. He's been excellent. And you're really putting up good numbers. Well, for the Celtics, can Jason Tatum, kids, cover your ears, can this bloke make a fucking shot? Like, I know he's made some shots, so that's hyperbolic. But dude, stop shooting 35%. I'd love to see more of that. Everything else is fine. Rebounds are good. Assists probably can up a little bit, um, although they've been improved lately. Like, everything else is fine. Just can't hit shots. Dude, start hitting him. Take better shots. That's part of a problem. Shot selection, shithouse. Can he improve that? And then also, the Rock DJ Robbie Williams is likely to be back. So that's great. So how he fits in the minutes, how that works next to Grant Williams, or next to uh, Al Horford, sorry, and where Grant Williams fits in that mix is something I'm going to be watching as well. The Hornets and the Bucks, no Mason Plumley. So PJ Washington, does he start? Do they go back to Nick Richards? I think they will start PJ and he'll play 30 minutes, making him a great option. While Cody Martin, if he is out, we're going to get a boost to Kelly Oubre Jr., who's playing decently at the moment. He is pretty hit or miss, but all it does take is one injury for him to step into 12-team relevancy, although you always have to be worried about the inconsistencies that he does bring. For the Bucks, I want to watch DeMarcus Cousins. It looks like he will be available, but I want to see what his role is. Do they limit Porter so they can play Cousins 20? I would be stunned if that's the case. But watching his role, whether they play Portis and Cousins exclusively at center and no Giannis there is going to be interesting. And then Grayson Allen, who's been a droppable guy. Can he change my mind? Almost definitely not. But watching how he goes in this one and if there is any sort of spark at all that I need to pay attention to. We're going to get this match again. I reckon we've seen it 10 times already. The Rockets and the Thunder. No Jalen Green. So Garrison Matthews becomes an excellent streamer. He will start. He will take a lot of shots. He will hit a lot of shots. And he will play a lot of minutes. And then also what happens with Armani Brooks behind him. DJ Augustin is out again. So that's more minutes for Matthews and Brooks there. While Christian Wood, the crucifix, really thriving as a center. He put up a 20 and 20 game against the Thunder. Another opportunity for a big game for him here. If he puts together another monster, absolutely be looking to sell high. If you can get top 30 back, you probably almost definitely can't, but you always want to in inquire about it and see what happens. Well, for the Thunder, will they play Isaiah Roby? He played 27 minutes last game with Favors and Muscala out. We don't know if those guys will be out again. And we don't know if Roby will be in the rotation. And then watching Lou Dort, who um, we've seen the efficiency drop off. No, my son is also named Bort. Which isn't a surprise. He was going at like a gigantic level. But can he at least get back to being average? He is a hold for now, but there's going to be inconsistencies. The Mavericks and the Pelicans. Muxi Kleber. We don't know if Porzingis is out. He's officially questionable for this game. But Kleber, I think, is a 12-team league guy, especially with that uncertainty around Porzingis and how they run the Kleber minutes versus Corley Stein and Powell and maybe Moses Brown will be interesting. And then Tim Hardaway, who's been bad. 
Um, it's hard to find scoring threats off the waiver wire, so you, maybe you want to hold, but I don't think it's a necessity, especially with how bad his usage has dropped um, and the efficiency is absolutely in the dunny at the moment. Well, for the Pelicans, I reckon Devontae Graham's getting close to a drop. In a 10-team league, I have no issue dropping him. And when Zion does eventually return, that's more ball-handling opportunities that he loses. So I don't think that Devontae... I want to see him do something to change my mind, but it's not looking great. And then Herbalife Jones is looking the opposite. He's looking great. He's contributing to really good basketball. He's a key factor in them starting to win games again. He is pushing mate, well, at least 16 teams, maybe 14, probably not 12, because he's just not going to get enough opportunities shot-wise. But he was good, really good last game. The Kings and the Clippers... We're looking at um, Rashawn Holmes, who should return there. Hopefully, Alvin Gentry plays in big minutes. Fingers crossed. And then also Davion Mitchell. With the absence of Harrison Barnes, do they give Mitchell 30 minutes? Does he play 20 minutes? Because the early returns under Gentry for Mitchell haven't been particularly good. And for the Clippers, Marcus Morris should return. So how he looks, he played 34 minutes before the rest game last time. Is he a 12-team league guy? I don't believe so, but let's watch to see how he looks. And then Serge Ibaka thrived last game in that matchup. Um, but... Will that mean that he's a 26-minute night every, uh, a guy every night? Probably not. Morris being out, Batum being out, really impacted and helped Ibaka. And how the Ibaka, Hartenstein, Zubats trio works. Zubats is trending, I think, real hard towards a drop. So we'll see how that looks in this game. But you don't have to look far to find the best place to place your bets because that is bet online. They are the number one spot for football bets, basketball bets. And with football heading towards the playoffs, there's no better time to check out all their odds, props, and contests. Head to their updated desktop site or use your mobile device to sign up. Use the code LOCKEDON and you get a 50% welcome deposit bonus from basketball to football to hockey to boxing to UFC and right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers BetOnline has for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at back-to-back streamers now for the games on Wednesday and Thursday. There are two teams that play that back-to-back. We're looking at the Bucks and we're looking at the Thunder. So these guys are available. Darius Baisley, the worst shooter in the NBA, but maybe you can just deal with his you know, 50 minutes played over those two games. His teammate, Alexei Pokyashevsky, that's more for deep performance, but there is two games. And then for the Bucks, maybe DeMarcus Cousins. Will he play the back-to-back in his first action? Maybe not, but maybe for deeper leagues, you pay attention. And then George Hill, you might get 50-52 minutes in the two games for one waiver ad, and that is worth looking at. In terms of just nine catch streams for Wednesday... Baisley, Herb Jones, Eric Gordon, Dorian Finney-Smith, the big stiffy Bones Highland, the Duck Luke Kennard, Malik Beasley, um, Jeff Green, and Marcus Morris. In deeper leagues, we're looking at Herb Jones, the big stiffy is again, uh, Garrison Matthews, Chumarakiki, Faku Kampazo, and Demarcus Cousins. And in points leagues, we're looking at Baisley, Bledsoe, Kleber, Herder, Highland, Marcus Morris, Beasley, and Jeff Green. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, thumb it up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.